Okay, hello and welcome. It is Monday and we are here in Motivational Monday by Jim and Lucy with very special guests and very special topic we discuss them today is why playing safe is actually the worst thing that anyone can do. Is that correct, David? I think playing safe is the most dangerous thing we can do. Now, you can you can take it too far, of course. I mean, we don't want to go running off cliffs uh, and, and die early. But I think 500 years ago, 1,000 years ago, we had to be much more careful because we could literally die. But now most of us have got safety handled, but we're still operating as if a tiger's chasing us. We're still operating as if asking for what we want is going to lead to danger. And, and it's all emotional fear. And the risk is, if we play really safe and we never feel bumped or never feel rejected, then on the deathbed, when that time comes, we can look back in life and say, I wish I'd done more. I wish I'd asked for what I want. I wish I'd said no to the things that don't work. I wish I'd moved countries or done this new career or taken up singing or ballet or whatever it is for you. Let's not play it too safe because the risk is regret. And that's a very dangerous thing. Well, that, that's interesting. It is very interesting because I've been reading about this lately in the New York Times about a number of people who have been settled in with the pandemic have decided they don't want to work anymore. And some of them decided they want to risk some things now that they never thought of before in their lives. Yeah. Well, that's perhaps a silver lining of the pandemic. People start to reflect. We, we have several things that can happen in life that might have us go, wait a minute, what am I doing? Travel is one of them. And we go traveling, we've got all new things happening. And sometimes we go, oh, wait a minute. I, I really want to study science. I've always wanted to do it. Why, why aren't I doing this? Or um, sometimes a near-death experience. I've had my paraglider collapse and have been plummeting towards the earth. And that can have us reassess things, maybe having kids or getting married. Or if you start working with a coach or get yourself in a mastermind group or do a personal development course like the Landmark Forum, sometimes these things can jolt us and go, wait a minute. And see, here's the problem. We are creatures of habit. We really are. I've just been listening to Joe Dispenza who says that 95% of our day is unconscious. It's on automatic pilot. You don't even realize what you're doing. You have the same cup of tea, you brush your teeth the same way, you go downstairs, don't even think about how you got downstairs. And that's a little scary to think that 95% is on autopilot and we've only got 5% saying, wait a minute, yes. what else do we want? What, what, where are our edges? If it's in business, maybe you want a celebrity to endorse your product. Maybe you want to create uh, an exciting new product. Maybe you want to branch off into something new or career-wise, you might want a promotion or you might want to change careers. What, is it we need to find those edges and then ride those edges because that's where i think life truly is so where is the edge what is one step in between it's too dangerous too risky 
or not risk at all? What would it be? Well, we definitely want to find the sweet spot. I think a great exercise is to write at the top of a piece of paper, what would I do if I was fearless? I'm not asking you to be fearless, but this is how we start generating awareness. Like where this is, where are my edges? And I've, I've listed some examples already. Now you may go through that list and say, I'm not doing some of those things. I'm not going to jump off a mountain strapped to a paraglider or I'm not, you know, I don't want to call that person from high school and apologize. Like maybe you won't do all of those things, but let's start with the awareness. I learned the hard way that if we take on all of our fears, uh, sometimes it can be traumatic. So we can go too far. For example, um, I'm afraid of heights. So I, I went and got certified as a paragliding pilot. Now that was great for a while and I touched the sky, but I realized if I keep doing this, there's a good chance that I'm going to have a very serious injury. So I decided to sell my wing and at the same time sold my motorcycle. Now I love motorcycles, but I know it's not a matter of if, but when I come off. And so I've decided that's too far. I'm afraid of abandonment. I've got abandonment issues. So I would date women in open relationships where they're dating someone else and I'm dating someone else. And I would explore that because I was afraid of it. I discovered that's too much for my nervous system. I can't handle it. I wish I could, but I can't. So, okay, that's beyond my edge. Let's find what's edgy. Uh, an example for one of my clients, he created a, a product and started a new business that was scary for him. That was edgy. And then um, he had an opportunity to go on Shark Tank. That was very scary for him with all the sharks questioning him and challenging him and like pushing him. Um, then now he's being approached by the Today Show and the, and the shopping channel. And these are scary things. His next scary decision point is, do I quit my day job, which is providing me with a steady income and go full on into this business? Very scary, very edgy. And I think he's getting very close to writing that. One thing that's been edgy for me, for years I've been saying in my head, not, not out loud, I want to start acting. For years I've been like, like, what would happen if I just moved to Los Angeles and gave it a good solid year, training and auditioning and living the life of an actor, but I didn't tell anybody about it because what if I don't do it? I'm going to feel silly. Well, three months ago, I finally said to a couple of friends, you know what, I think it might be time next year, May 1, I think it's time to move to Los Angeles and see what acting's all about. And someone said, well, I'm going to audition for a play. Why don't you come with me? And half of me saying, hell no, I don't know how to audition. I don't even know how to act yet. Why would I go and audition? But another half of me was like, well, this is, this sounds like the universe knocking on my door. This is what you do. Okay. It's scary. This is edgy. This is an example of riding my edge. Let's do it. So, uh, I went and hired an acting coach for one hour. I paid 50 bucks to just coach me and show me like how to audition for something. I memorized all the lines for the audition. I learned how to do a German accent. And I went and auditioned uh, for four different roles in Dracula. 
and they offered me the lead. So, yeah, so now I'm playing Dracula in a professional production. They're actually paying me to do this, which is incredible. <laughs> thank, thank you. And I've got, I've, I've done, uh, we've done nine shows now and I've got two more left. And all of this came out of saying, you know what, what would I really love to do? And then I started speaking about it. That was the next step. And then when a scary opportunity came along, I decided I'm going to do this. I'm going to go and read. What's the worst that can happen? They don't like it and they decide I, I, I'm not going to get a part. Right? That's the worst that could happen. And uh, it's been such a ride. Well, that is superb. Thank you. Really yes, it is. So just for our listeners, this is David Wood. Uh, the website is focus.co. And David, tell us about your upcoming book. I will. And by the way, if anyone's watching the video, I'm going to show you guys. Uh, this is a picture of the production of Dracula. So you can see me, and we do it in the woods. We do it in the outdoors. So this is Dracula and Van Helsing facing off. Ah. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that off. I know not everyone's going to be, be watching this. Some people will be listening to it. Uh, yeah, the book, I'm, I'm very excited about this book. I, after my last book, I, I, I said I'm not going to write another book. But then I realized that we, again, we play very safe and there's so much happening all the time inside us. We've got thoughts constantly. We've got emotions going on and we've got body sensations. Now, a lot of this information doesn't make it into our conscious brain for most people. And I'm, I was one of these people and I still am. There's a lot going on and my brain's just jumping ahead to some kind of solution. It's almost like there's a computer screen here and I'm not showing you the workings in the, of the program. You just see what I spit out on the computer screen, right? So all this stuff could be happening. And then I'll say, hi, nice to meet you. And then you'll, you know, you'll probably, you know, might, you might have some things happening like, oh, this guy looks a certain way or, um, oh, I'm excited to meet this person or I'm a bit tired today. I hope, I hope, I hope he doesn't notice. Whatever it is, we got this stuff going on, but all I see is what you spit out on your computer screen. And so I finally realized I want to write a book about cluing the other person in into what's happening in in ourselves now we all know about the elephant in the room you see it i see it no one's saying anything that's the elephant in the room well many creatures in the room are much more subtle i call them mice so the book is called addressing the mouse in the room and the more we do this the more we can artfully name our mice hey i notice i'm feeling it like for example there's a short film that I thought I was going to be acting in tonight. And I'm getting, I'm getting all these weird messages from the director and it doesn't seem like they have their act together. And I'm confused. They didn't even offer me a role, but they're sending me emails as if I'm, I've already said yes. And I'm, I'm totally lost. Now, I could have just said, hey, I, I'm not available for the project, but I decided to name them my mice. I said, hey, I notice I'm feeling confused. You're emailing me as if I said yes to this, but I, I, don't, I, I don't think I have. 
and you know the times keep changing and it, it just seems a little bit disorganized so uh, i'm going to respectfully decline to be part of your project and i wish you the best with it right now they may have a reaction to that and hopefully they'll name their mice and they'll share what's going on but at least now they understand where i'm coming from instead of hey i'm out i gave them some information they may not like the information right but I, I've done, said it as politely as I can. So yes, the up, long answer to the upcoming book is uh, The Mouse in the Room, and you can already get the mini version of the book, which we've, we've written uh, at mouseintheroom.com. Excellent. Well, that's, that's very impressive. So again, this is David Wood, and with a lot of great stories, with great advice on how not to walk below the edge, not to go over the top, but to live your life in full and recognize that when you want to do more, you can. And when many people hear that, they actually will say, okay, I'm going to take this my savings. When I can do more now, I'm going to take my savings and I'm going to invest, invest it all tomorrow or start crazy business tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> who knows? Who knows what will come out of this podcast episode? But uh, I hope if any listeners, if you do, if you do um, make a change out of listening to this, if you go and do something that's a little edgy for you, I'd love to hear about it. You can go to mouseintheroom.com. That'll take you straight to my site and you can use the contact form and let me know. I would love to know that. That's all. There is a link to David's website and to the description to this episode. And Devin, just one last message. What will be your advice to our listeners, what they can do this week to twist and make their life a bit better? You can answer this question. What's one thing you are not doing now in your life that you may regret on your deathbed? Ah. Answer that one question, and then you can choose if you want to start doing that or not, it might be exercising. It might be telling, it might be spending more time with your kids. It might be telling your partner that you love them or appreciating a coworker, whatever it is. Um, there's, there's my question for you. That's amazing. You yes, certainly is. No, not at all. Except I did get one thing from your website that really intrigued me was the one that was about focus paying attention. And that, I really gain a lot by just reading what you had on your website about that. Yeah. About encouraging, you know, encouraging people to focus on. Thank you. Yeah. I, again, we're creatures of habit and we can just get go unconscious and get in our patterns day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. And what my coach said to me a long time ago is what you focus on, you create. So focus.ceo is my is my brand and the question is what will you focus on to what will you devote your life energy and then see what grows out of that superb that's great david thank you very much for joining us it was great pleasure having you here today again dear listeners the link to david's website is in the description to this episode and we're going to see you the very next Monday. This is Motivational Monday by, by Jim, Jim and Lucy. Lucy. Follow our podcast. And check out our website, jimandlucywoods.com.